Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Hey, everybody. Come on in. It is Dale Archdeacon. I did not even realize that Brian Curtis was not going to be here today. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead. I have a call to play with you guys today, but it's just Dale. I mean, that's kind of weird if I don't have a co-host. So I'm looking in the list here. We got Gary Bale, Jamie Solis, Jeffrey Greer, Joey Miller's on. Joey Miller's on. I'm going to see if there's somebody that I can promote out of the audience here that is actually going to be my co-host for today. We're going to play a little Russian roulette with our, with our co-host. Let me see here. Why don't you guys chat in? Let me know. Let me know if you if you're interested. Deborah Durbin's here. Let me see if you're interested in being a co-host with me today. So what I'm going to do is I have a call I'm going to play. I'm going to talk about the call. It just makes it easier if I have somebody to talk to. Jenny Hurst is here. Jenny just uh, was in my last uh, my follow-up boss training I just did. So let me see who. Uh, let's see. Is, are the comments open? Are you guys able to comment? I didn't want to leave you guys hanging because we didn't cancel for today. Let me see if the comments are in chat. Let me see here. Sometimes, okay, you guys can chat with everyone. All right, let me know in the chat. Who wants to Who wants to co-host? Who wants to? Deborah Durbin is, or we got one bid. Anybody else? Deb Durbin. All right, Deb Durbin, it's you. We're going to promote you to co-host. Where are you? Let me find you in the list. There we go. Promote to panelists. There we go. So while she's doing that, I'm going to announce this cash call, everybody, Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis is away on vacation. I have promoted one of my company's past clients, Deborah Durbin. How are you, Deborah? Why don't you unmute yourself and let everybody in the audience know who you are? And then you can all vote as to whether you think Deborah was a good co-host. Is that, isn't that terrible, Deborah? that we'd set you up like that. I'm in. Can you hear me? You are a trooper. Yes, we can hear you. Thanks for being willing to do that. So again, everybody just popping on here. My co-host, Brian Curtis, is not around. And although, listen, I love the sound of my own voice. I needed to give you guys another face to look at. So Deborah, thanks for doing that. And uh, so you've been a client of ours in the past, right? Our you bet. Absolutely. Excellent. That's With good. Kwan, who was fantastic. Daquan, one of our trainers, is actually back there. There's Daquan on our little uh, poster in the background. Yeah, excellent. So I've got a call that we're going to listen to today, Deborah, and it's from another client. And this salesperson, he's a great guy, means well, but, um, you know, he's kind of your classic salesperson. And, and uh, it almost kind of reminds me of you a little bit. Like when we first started working together, you were just close, 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 right? You're like, hey, can I sell you something? Can I sell you something now? Can I sell you something later? Let's talk about selling now, right? So we got you to break that down and ask more questions. I don't know if you were, if that resonates for you. It resonates for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so this guy, this salesperson, he is a closer, man. Like he asks for the sale and we're going to hear this and, and I want to play it. And I think it's really helpful to listen to it from a third party. And then I'll tell you guys what happened because he ends up setting an appointment and I'll tell you what happens after that. So let me tee up this call and uh, here we go. I share my screen when it starts playing, Deborah. if you hear it, just give me a thumbs up. Okay. 
And I actually found out this amazing thing that I can get my assistants to actually turn the volume up on these damn calls. So for like four years of our podcast, sometimes the call quality sucks, but they actually turned it up for me. Hello. Hello, Haley. This is how you doing this evening? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just checking in on you. It looks like you were looking for homes on my website, and I was wondering if you needed to get into something right away, or are you just browsing? No, I'm just looking. All right, so that's our typical script, right? Are you buying or not? She said not. Great. He's off to a good start. Now, listen to what he does, and this is how you can tell that this guy's just sales, 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 right? Okay, great. That's what it's for. Uh, so what's got you looking? That's a good question. I'm just looking to see what's around. Okay. Thinking about doing something in the future, maybe. Now he went to a time frame question. I don't think that's the best thing to do, right? Um, you know, Deborah, when we when we go to that time frame question, we're just reinforcing that we're a salesperson, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know about how far in the future you're thinking about? No, she has no idea, man. Right, Deborah? She has no idea when she's going to be buying. There's no rapport building yet. There's not. And especially, you know, if the person doesn't have a time frame, she said she's just looking. She already answered that. Don't ask her again. Because what does a salesperson want you to do, Deborah? <laughs> Close. <laughs> to give sales. them a sale. Yeah. <laughs> the salesperson wants you to buy or sell. They want you to transact. And if you keep asking, when are you going to transact? It's just so obvious that you're a salesperson. So you got to switch gears. And you mentioned no rapport built. Switch to building rapport. I don't know yet. No, just kicking it around the idea. Yeah. Okay. That's all good. Uh, great thing is I like to deal with all parts of the state or the process, you know, so I can help you if you want, uh, get things rolling. So we're at a minute in and he just soft closed her for the business. You heard that? Yeah, always. And, I, and you know, again, I think, you know, I can use myself as an example. Sometimes in your head, you just need to slow it down and start to ask yourself the questions that you would want to be asked if you're on the other side. I think that's what Daquan did for me is to get me to slow it down and not be so jumpy about going for the close. So I'm hearing in him what I was hearing in myself. That's great. That's why I, it kind of worked out fortuitously that you've been a, a client of ours. You happen to be kind of an aggressive salesperson like this guy is good at it, but an aggressive one and, you know, helping you to slow that down a little bit. And now you can hear it. Right. Which I, I think is hugely important. So, you know, what would you instead of him asking those time frame questions, what would you have done for rapport? What would you have asked her? I would have gone back to asking her, you know, Tell me a little bit about you. You know, what is it you think you might be looking for? Do you have family members? Are there children in the family? What's important to you when you think about buying a place? Is it schools? Is it the area? Tell me, tell me what you're thinking about going forward in terms of what you might be looking for so I can do a better job of helping you. Yeah, that makes sense. I think what I would have done is um, I would have immediately shifted to where she's at now. So we talk about future questions, right? He's asking a lot of future tense questions. 
when do you want to buy? When do you want to get moved? Right. Um, so I switch to present tense when people don't have future answers for you. And that could be as simple as, um, hey, so I live in whatever area. Do you live in this area now or are you relocating here? Just switching to that present tense question because anybody can answer that, right? Anybody can tell you if they live here now or whether they're planning to move here and it alleviates some of that sales pressure. Absolutely. Okay. Is there any particular area you want to stay around? Um, the Papa area. Papa, okay. What's important about the Papa area for you? Good question. I have family. Awesome. All right. So if we were to draw a circle around Papa, how far out could we go? Or do you want to stay directly in that town or could we go out a few miles? Yeah, we could go out a little bit. Okay. What are you thinking? Like 30 minutes to an hour? So I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to draw like a circle to be able to send her properties, right? And have an idea. Instead of doing that, because she's reserved, because she's not ready, you know, because she's giving us very short answers after she answered the family thing. And based on how, you know, she sounds like she's a younger person, that might just be her voice. I don't know, but it sounds that way. I probably would have switched to the question of like, oh, got it. So um, would this be your first home that you're purchasing? Are you guys renting now or, or have you have you gone through or do you currently own your home? Right. So then. Now, if she's a first-time buyer, I get to celebrate it. If she's a renter and moving out or, or moving out of a family home, I get to celebrate it, right? So I can build more rapport using that specific question. What do you think, Deborah? Well, yes, I, I do. And I think that he almost blew it in the beginning to be able to get to this point where he could actually bring it back around to her talking about why she wants to live in Papa and all of that sort of thing. So he's lucky he's been able to kind of get a little bit back on track uh, and start to get her to talk a little bit more. I, again, I think he, should, he needs to focus down on words like my family lives there, you know, to try to use that to give him some, some, some points to talk to her about, to bring her down from the fact that she's sitting across from a very hard closer. Yeah, she's, she is in the, she's in the sales trap and she hasn't gotten out yet. Right. Mm, probably about 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes. Now, have you, uh, do you know like your financial situation, like what you're going to be looking in the range of price-wise or? I feel like it's a little too early for that question, but I'm way. just, yeah, way too early, right? For those of you who are just joining us now and you want to know how Brian Curtis managed to grow his hair out in this way and why he's wearing glasses now. It's because Brian's not available and he's on vacation. So Deborah Durbin, who happened to be in the crowd, got promoted to be my co-host today because Dale didn't plan for it. Um, but it turns out that Deborah is a past client of our training program and she's awesome. So, you know, we're confident that she can give some opinions here. Um, I'm not sure yet. Okay. No worries there. What what do you need in a house? Like, what are the things that are important to you that you absolutely must have? Preferably, like, four bedrooms. All right. Maybe two baths? That would be nice, yeah. Okay. Hey, Deborah, who needs four bedrooms? What yes. kind of... 
kids. You've got kids. Family members, people who work from home, right? Right. There's a there's a specific reason, usually, that you want four bedrooms. There's a reason you want two bedrooms, right? Like there's a reason you want a one bedroom condo. Uh, so let's see if he capitalizes on this opportunity to, to discover more. You want a big yard, acreage, anything like that? Mm, it doesn't have to be that big. Okay. <laughs> nope, doesn't take it, right? No, it doesn't take any of it, and it's so, it's still so imp impersonal, right? Yeah, we don't know anything about her at this point. Yeah, houses for you, or if you found any, uh, would you be interested in just you know going and looking at them? Oh, let me rewind this. This is his. Uh, he's closing here. So, if I were to find some houses for you, or if you found any. Uh, would you be interested in just, you know, going and looking at them, maybe doing some practice shopping, seeing what the market's like, and, uh, you know, getting your, your feet wet a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Well, what I can do, I don't know what price range you're looking in yet, but I can pull some stuff up uh, based on, like, four bedrooms and a couple baths in that area. And okay. I can set up some showings for us if you want. All right, sure. Okay. What's the best time of day for you to go do that? Um, weekends would probably work best. You know what, Deborah? I have this thing that I learned, and you probably learned it too. If the sale's too easy, it ain't gonna happen, right? Yeah, we had one of those, a real one, him and I, and he said to me, I I, I wouldn't um expect this person to show up for your meeting. And this I was person like, absolutely this person's going to show up and of course person didn't show up and this is early on right and i think i think he's 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 a lot i i, I don't think i was this bad but but my point is that um there he had so many opportunities from the very beginning to start talking to her and find out more about her and find out about why papa and why four bedrooms she gave him a lot of opportunity to do that and yes. he didn't any of it right exactly and spoiler alert she doesn't show up for this appointment they spend wow. the next yeah they spend the next uh 30 seconds or 40 seconds booking this appointment for that coming saturday and when i reviewed this call with him you know i listened to it and i said wow there's no rapport here uh you know this this person too easily said that they're going to go and meet with you and she probably isn't going to be. And, you know, I didn't want to crap on it too hard, but I was like, hey, I'll eat my hat if that person meets you on Saturday. And they didn't show because we can hear it and you hear it. Right. And so that's, you know, if you listen back to these things, once you get enough experience, you'll know whether or not that's going to happen. It was too easy. Wasn't enough rapport. The appointment never happened. So that that's why if you if you get uh, the rapport built with people and you make a connection with them, it is so much easier for them to then be honest with you as to whether they're going to meet with you or not. I think this is one of those situations where that lead just yesed him to kind of get him off the phone, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and maybe, she, exactly right. yeah, maybe she was like, okay, I could meet you to see this property, but guaranteed that she didn't remember him. She didn't know anything about him. When she got off the phone with him, probably rethought that idea or forgot about it completely because there was no 
there was no substance there. Yeah, they, there was not zero substance there. And it's, I think, I think he, he needs to do what I did. You know, he needs to slow it down. He needs to practice with other people. Well, the one thing I learned the most, Dale, that I want to pair it back is that the practice, 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 practice of just doing it over and over again with anybody, it doesn't matter who it is, it helps reinforce the parts of you that you really need work on. So in my case, I needed to slow it down and think about that other person on the other side and what, what might be the intent of them looking for anything anyway. And yeah. it made a huge difference. I, I really, I, I still practice all the time because it's sort of ingrained, right? To go back to your old pattern. And the only way to break it is to continually practicing the new pattern. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, Monty Wills, uh, Whitson, Monty Whitson wrote, I loved using your question, do you live in the area or are you relocating? Always opens it up. Yeah, man, that's a so simple, like non-salesy question. It's like literally like that's that's the kind of question that you would ask somebody at a barbecue that you meet. You know, it doesn't have to be a sales interaction to ask that question. And then the other thing I want to say is if you, you know, we're listening to this, right? We're kind of pulling this thing apart. And I, and I want to be honest with everybody listening. This salesperson's pretty successful. He's relatively new to real estate sales, but he's pretty successful. He's He's taking the shots, he's getting appointments, he's putting stuff under contract. Um, but listening back to this, if you realize that you have a conversation where you didn't really build rapport and you, and you don't have some substance in that conversation, don't feel bad to call them back, right? Call, you could call her back and say, hey, you know, listen, I'm happy to meet with you on Saturday. I completely forgot to ask you. You mentioned you have family in the area. Uh, I have family in the area. I just wanted to see if maybe we run into each other. Where did you go to high school? I, I don't know. I just made that up. Right. But call them back. Build some more rapport. Get some information. Put get some meat in there into the, some substance into it. You don't have to be afraid to do that. If you spoke to them once, you can speak to them again. You're not going to screw it up. And that's why I should call that other person back again. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, you never blame it on them. You can say, oh, hey, I, listen, I got super busy. I missed you on Saturday. Forgot to follow up. My apologies. Even in reality, you stood me up, right? Uh, and then just get into a conversation, build some more rapport. And what will happen is if the, once they crack and they start to like you as a person, then they'll probably apologize for not showing up or they'll tell you what happened that caused them not to show up. And then you'll get the real story as to whether they're ready to show up next time when you book that appointment. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. So, you know, what you said is this guy has all the makings of a really great all-star real estate agent. And if he can get this part worked out, he's going to really up his closing rates um, because he'll get far better on the far, far first end of it so he can do a better job on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. And the key ingredient is that he's coachable. Well, two key ingredients. He already has natural talent, right? He's a salesperson like you, Deborah, but he's coachable. If you put natural talent and coachable together, that is dynamite. So everybody in the chat, how's Deborah doing today? How's she doing as co-host? What do you think, Deborah? How are we doing there? What do you think about what do you think about co-hosting with me today? 
Well, you and I, you and I have always enjoyed co-hosting in whatever venue we were in. So yeah, this was great fun for me. And thanks everybody for allowing me to be the co-host today. There we go. We got a bunch of contents, uh, uh, comments. Great job. Great. Uh, yeah. Great co-host. There we go. Excellent. All right, everybody. Hey, you know what, Deborah? because you were willing to step up and be a co-host, we were actually able to make cash call happen today. Other, I, just, I, I don't know if I could do it by myself. That would just be weird. Uh, anyway, so thanks for joining me today, everybody. Thanks for jumping on the cash call. Brian Curtis will be back with me next week. Sorry, Deborah. Um, I can't, I can't give you a full-time spot. Brian's going to be coming back, but thanks for stepping up and doing that with us today. And thanks for joining us, everybody. Thomas wrote, hire her. <laughs> That's great. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks, Deborah. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.